When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Betches Media presents. If you feel depressed and if you feel anxious and you feel confused, you know what? Welcome to the club. Gazpacho police. Oh my God. What a stupid son of a bitch. He believes that it's a woman's right, it's a woman's body, and it's her choice. The Betches Sup Podcast. Sayonara, sucker. Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Millie Tamarez. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. Usually news just kind of fucks off in the summer, and it's kind of nice, it's kind of hard with our jobs to find stuff to talk about and make commentary about. Not this time. Not this year. Not this year. Has it been like that? Well, you know, last summer was, I feel like, a a little bit chill because everybody was double-vaxxed. It was, like, still early in the Biden administration. There weren't too many... People weren't mad at him about the problems yet because you could still... Too many... People weren't mad at him about the yeah, problems Yeah, I think yet, the vibes were slightly better last summer, even though, like, once Delta hit, I think the vibes started to yeah. <laughs> deteriorate rapidly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Vibe shift. But there was, like, that... Remember that month? That was awesome. <laughs> no, I really cannot recall. <laughs> it was, like, June of last year, and we were like, it's amazing, <laughs> everything's back. And then it's, like, actually, this coronavirus she's she lingers she she's she, a she dies she moves she shifts i was reading somewhere that like and i have definitely when i say i definitely am guilty of when i say i was reading somewhere i'll say it's about 40 percent of the yeah. time mm-hmm. i mean i saw a tiktok yeah Twitter i saw a tiktok that's actually reading that is technically i read <gasps> yes something yeah twitter definitely it, counts <laughs> what it was saying was that i mean the future of covid could just be that like we all just get it every three years so it's just always going to be swirling. So when we get these these joyful Junes, I think we got to lead into them. I think it's been a joyful June. I mean, we still yeah, have Ro. That's. I mean, we were talking about this today, but it's like, it's so crazy to be like, oh, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of just smaller news stories today. And then it's like, but the biggest news story in feminism of the past three decades could drop at literally any, any moment. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, luckily, technically, they're supposed to be like, these are our decision days. But they could decide to have a decision day. You know, they could be like, it's going to be tomorrow. And then yeah, it will well, change my whole life. If we know life. anything about this court, it's that they like to do whatever the hell they want. But also, I'm like, <laughs> well, whoever whoever leaked this originally, if they were doing it for, I don't know, like just reasons to like give people heads up. I'm like, don't stop there, man. Give us a head. Give us 24 hours. Give exactly. us give us the date. The exactly. Date. <laughs> decision day does sound like married at first sight when they have to decide <laughs> if they stay married or get a divorce. Uh, and it's always a whole thing. So I wish that we knew. I wish so that we knew. We yeah. know, like, the impending doom that's happening. Right. 
Yeah, because yes. even in Marion First Sight, you know when decision day, it, day is. Mm-hmm. But really, you know, they could end the marriage at any time, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that the federal government honors that it takes Juneteenth off because normally Mondays are decision days, but I don't think next Monday is because it's like when the federal government formally wrecked. I mean, ending abortion access on Juneteenth would be quite something. Well, I guess it would actually be the se- it would be the day after Juneteenth, but that's the day the government takes off. Yeah, I think that hmm. I feel like they would avoid doing that, but also. Clarence Thomas don't care. Yeah, no. well, yeah, Clarence Thomas does not <laughs> he care. He thinks that it would actually epitomize black liberation, probably, to, to end, end abortion. abortion rights on, on Juneteenth. To have the first black woman in the, in the Supreme Court vote God, against gosh. abortion. I know. She's like, you know what? I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I think I'll, I think I'll, you can stay, Steve. Yeah, one of those things are in the, tra- you're like, actually, during the transition to the new job, you realize it's not a fit. <laughs> it's not for you. Like, the yeah, benefits be in this. <laughs> aren't quite, aren't quite this what they legit. looked. We should make a fake, like, ask the manager or, like, Reddit, like, <laughs> um, yeah, so I applied for this job, like, 40 white That's men so yelled funny. at me. Uh, <laughs> I don't think this is a fit anymore, but they did make an offer, and it, I am going to be in some history books. Not once printed in Texas, but... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, write that down, Millie. That's okay. very funny. I will write that down. Well, there's so much wrong with the plane. I mean, Ukraine is still at war. Houses are falling into flooded rivers. Did you guys see that video of the house in Montana falling into well, yeah, the flooded river? the flooding river. is crazy, and also I was writing this for the newsletter today, but that Michigan plant that we need to get back online to have baby formula also flooded. So now they're, yes, but they are having like flooding issues. So now like it's pushed back to July that they, they'll they be back online because they had flooding in the Michigan plant. Elise, your script writing's a little too on the nose, I gotta say. I don't, are we talking about how the governor is missing? Uh, the governor of Montana is missing so no one can find him people are saying like this is what happens when a republican (laughs) is gonna win no matter what this motherfucker cannot be found he's He's on vacation his emails are off everything is flooding yellowstone is closed this motherfucker is wow he is out ted cruising ted cruz six hours ago from gizmodo montana governor still missing as his state suffers historic floods where is Governor Greg Gian Forty? Where is he? <laughs> what? A, I'm reading that he's on a personal trip. He's on a person. He's probably like shooting endangered species in Africa. He's the he's the governor who body slammed mm, a reporter Jesus during Christ. the campaign and still won. And he's on a personal trip. Wow. <laughs> that wow. He's with a side hole and he's not, not checking his internet. Okay. Good job. Well, at least I mention all of this. I mention all of this only to say that, thank God, sensing this as she always does, Beyonce has announced what appears to be a release date for a new project in July. This is her first. It'll be July 29th, which is a Friday. It is, rumor has it, it's a 16-song album called Renaissance. I don't, I haven't seen if it's a visual album, but this is her first solo album since 2016. She's obviously been doing like a lot since then. I mean, she just performed at the Oscars, but if there is anything this summer needs, in my opinion, it's, it's a, a new Beyonce, Beyonce album. Thank God. There's she did it like a CD. She did. She's doing a oh, CD. Right. Yeah, it's like it's like comes as like a package. There's like a, a book that comes with it. It definitely looks like a premium experience. And a T-shirt yeah. and it's a CD. It's like who has to But Beyonce, anymore, that's Beyonce. her oh, whole that's thing. Crazy. Is that she wants to push the limits of what she can get you to buy just because she's doing it. 
And <laughs> God bless it. She's going to do She's a VCR like, next. Maybe I'll put out a CD and see if people will buy it. And it's like, yep, yeah, they bought it. We all know your hair and skin can sway your mood and impact your day in ways you can't underestimate. Sometimes what starts as a bad hair day quickly turns into a bad everything else day. I'd never found beauty products that really understood my needs, but ever since I switched to custom hair and skin routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits. Healthier hair and skin, yes, but beyond that too. Since I started using pros, I've noticed consistently healthy hair. Even with all I put it through with the heat tools and the hairsprays to get this pompadour sky high, it smells great, it looks fancy on the shelf, and I like that it has my name right on it. This formula is made for V. Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. From millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely yours or mine. And pros isn't just better for you. It's better for the planet. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback and adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription at pros.com slash feverdream. So get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash feverdream. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash feverdream. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. Whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of the things I like to buy on Etsy have little dachshunds on them or are four dachshunds. Dottie's got a whole litany of new sweaters and harnesses and all kinds of fun stuff that we get lots of compliments on when we're out on walks. A gifting moment is always just around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. All right. So we have a lot of interesting stories, primarily about women to discuss today. I love when this happens, when the political stories du jour are are all about us. I love representation, even when it's about whether people are lying about getting sugar daddies and aborting their their children Listen, this is betches up we celebrate women's rights <laughs> betches up sup betches talk- anything but betches sup we were talking before about all the things people stop and call us bitches up <laughs> what's up betches bitches, bitches, bitches up is my favorite but i will say we celebrate women's rights we also acknowledge mm-hmm. women's wrongs amen and uh that's what that's fair that and balanced Fair and balanced, just like Fox News. Precisely. I think we could do I think we do it better. So let's start with some discussion swirling around Colorado Representative Lauren Boebert. So this week, the American Muckrakers PAC published an ad claiming that Boebert has had two abortions and had them while working as a paid escort. I, I, I read she was working as an unlicensed paid escort. And I, I think I need to learn Licensing? more about sex work because I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, maybe where she was doing it is if you're licensed, it's fine. I seems that seems like gatekeeping. That seems unnecessary. But anyway, they are. That's the thing. I'm mad at her about some things in this story. Not really about her unlicensed <laughs> sex work. 
They are the same group behind the footage that contributed to Madison Cawthor's demise. So they claim that she had an abortion at a Planned Parenthood, which is notable because that would be despite attempting to block funding for the healthcare provider while in Congress. They claim that they undertook an investigation and that Bobert was hired by a wealthy male client in Aspen who was part of the Koch family. It's Whoa. this family member, the group says, connected her to Ted Cruz, <laughs> who then helped her run for political office, potentially donating $125,000 to her campaign. I didn't even know Ted even had a net worth of $125,000. Oh, sure. He's got his little fingers in all sorts of oil and bullshit. His yeah. grubby little fingers. Yeah. They say they obtained this information via text messages from an anonymous verified source. You never know what verified means in, in this. I guess they could verify that that person was who they said that they would were with knowledge of the information. Of course, her medical records are private and HIPAA was not violated here. But of course, that means these claims, you know, they can't be proven. I, I don't really think it would be healthy for the public discourse to try to prove women had abortions. But the group is making a number of claims about her. Also that she, there's enough out here just about how terrible she out there about how terrible she already is. That like is there's evidence of, but they've claimed that she was involved in a car crash that nearly killed her son and sister-in-law. And she was drunk at the time. That's what they say. And if you are involved in a car crash that seriously injures people, you're supposed to like report it so that they can look into it, make sure nothing needs to be addressed. And she did not do that. Bobert denies all of these claims and says she's considering legal action and told the group, y'all need Jesus. So lots of questions around this. I mean, obviously a lot of satisfaction from, you know, the a certain type of trolley liberal on the internet with this. But I mean, there's also an ick to yeah. it, even with the worst people. I thought the same way with the Madison Cawthorn video. Like, if these things are true, it exposes a level of hypocrisy about <laughs> the Lauren Bober. I mean, the Madison <laughs> Cawthorn video was true. It was a real video. But, like, both of them seem to de be designed to, like, expose a hypocrisy, which I do get behind. But there's something else there that is also, like, like, with him, it's like, Andy's gay. And with her, it's like, and she's a, she's a Skanky prostitute. Meh. And it's Literally, like, yeah, yeah. I just, I need to know more about the muckrakers PS, something about mm -hmm. them. I'm not, even though I'm like, the people they're targeting are people I really don't like. And they are, like, if Lauren Boebert has had abortions at Planned Parenthood, that actually is an enormous deal because she literally is pro taking that right away from other people. But there's mm -hmm. always like something else that they're doing too. Like if she was an mm -hmm. escort, I actually don't really care about that as much. Like, I mean, it's salacious. It's titillating mm -hmm. for sure. But like the escort of it all, whatever, or like Madison Cawthorn being engaging in homoerotic videos with his cousin. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's weird. That's certainly strange stuff, but like, it's interesting. I don't know where to place all of these revelations. Any of them could be true. It certainly tracks to me that like Republican women have abortions that they're not talking about. And also this car situation. Right. I don't know if she was an escort, but also that's the least of the things that I care about on the list. Right. I mean, I think there's there's people over there's like a candidate running for Congress in New York. I think it's Congress who like is running on a platform of her having been a sex worker like the Republican Party. I almost wonder if they would like 
care at this point. But Millie, do you feel any tension around like exposing her hypocrisy and potentially violating her privacy? I mean, on one end, like it's tough because we talk about like Republicans are hypocrites. Like they don't care. Like they don't see what they do is wrong. Like when when they do something, it's okay. But if they want to be able to tell you what to do, mm-hmm. like their shit doesn't apply to them. Like that's how their messaging works, how whatever. So it's really difficult to be like, ah, got you. You know what I right. mean? It also just does show that the power of having an abortion, like why it's important, you know? And it's like this woman can do other things in her life because she didn't have a baby when she wasn't ready, mm-hmm. you know? So in that way, it's like good or not good that it came out, but like, it does provide nuance and color, you know, to these things, but it's also like, it's none of our business, but it's also like, yeah, but you are a hypocrite. You're stopping a lot of other people, mostly brown and black people from from getting abortions, but you got it. Like, that's not fair. Yeah. But again, she doesn't care. And then, yeah, like the sex work thing. And the, the Ted yeah. Cruz thing of it all is that's pretty the most disturbing. disturbing to me. Honestly, that's, that's the, the most, most like um, that's like the potential actual ethical breach. Right. Is that like Ted Cruz was like, hey, you have no political experience. I have one hundred thousand dollars. Let's let's get you in Congress. Yeah, that's crazy. The the drunk driving. She's done cr- worse. You guys, she once gave tainted pork sliders at a rodeo that sickened <laughs> 80 people. <laughs> Does that mean that she can't cook or that just that she, but did she refused purpose? to, but she didn't take responsibility for it was the thing. She, I think that's what people well, said. She doesn't take responsibility for anything. She also apparently that's doesn't why. pay her employees. Her, her husband, husband was went to jail before for they were married. Exposure. He pulled his dick out to a before minor. Before she yeah. married him at a bowling alley. To minors at a bowling alley. And then she still married him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, they have $15,000 worth of guns. Exactly. Well, that's in their family um, picture. In their restaurant that they own in Rifle, Colorado called Shooter's Grill, where all of the waiters open carry guns. Right, but they won't pay their employees. Yeah. Why would anyone want to eat there? You don't want to eat with 100 guns? I'd like to potentially (laughs) risk my life being surrounded by deadly weapons. Imagine going to Shooter's Grill and what kills you is a pork slider. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just like one person drops drops the stack of plates or whatever and it's a full it's a full gun battle in the grill but (laughs) oh no oh no i mean it's true right i mean millie you have been through experiences where we're all you know people across the world are like so primed that there's like a crash and then people do panic yeah i think the framing about it that also occurred to me is that you know we always say of course it's fine for republicans when like it's their mistresses or you know the the women that they hire to have sex with them Um, need abortions it's fine and that like looks what it happens you know it's like it's really icky because this is not an option that's available to um, drag men over so that's why it will never feel like great you know like there's just nothing there's no other you could never violate men's like privacy in this way but i don't know i wish i fucking i mean i wish not that i wish that you could but it's like i do i do it would be impactful if you found out like mitt romney had a wife that had an or like or a girlfriend that had an abortion before she, you know, no, all these people. Romney's wife has MS. I mean, I mean, they absolutely could have found themselves in a situation where, you know, she was pregnant and maybe they, and it could have been very, very I mean, it's legit. There's just and, a million yeah, legitimate reasons why. And there are just, we all know that, there are, that these Republican senators and these members of the House, like among them, there are multiple abortions. 
that have been funded and whatever for reasons that were the right of them and their partner. But it's like, fuck you for denying it to other people. All right. Now to our next topic in control. It is Ginny Thomas. The House Select Committee investigating the Capitol attack is apparently in possession of email correspondence between conservative attorney John Eastman and Virginia Ginny Thomas, who is, of course, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Eastman, you'll remember that name because he basically helped develop the theory that Republicans in seven states could or should submit alternate states of electors on January 6th and to pressure Mike Pence to somehow uh, facilitate this when Congress met to certify electoral college votes. And, you know, we've had a few developments about Ginny Thomas, and I just wanted to touch back in on it because it is just the corruption is like the casual corruption emerging before us is pretty unreal. Well, the idea that like a case about this could have gone to the Supreme Court and she would have been the wife of a Supreme Court justice who in no way ever, ever, ever would have recused himself from making decisions on that is really scary. And like I was I was reading an article today about how apparently there were like pretty heated discussions behind the scenes about if like within the justices about if they should take up the election cases and luckily enough of them said no that they didn't do that Mm -hmm. but like there's a world where this all went before the supreme court and at least one of the at least one of the justices is completely compromised morally Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's disturbing it's uh, i feel like is this not enough to resign like of course it is. They just have no ethics rules. It's it's crazy because like she was a major like donor and as the, they've charged 800 people. I'm like if one of the 800 people were on that bus that she paid for like because yeah. didn't she pay for multiple buses? It's just like, how is this OK? You know, and then this man is deciding, you know, not like he's like a swing vote, but he's one of the votes that is deciding to take away abortion or that innocent people can get the death penalty and all this shit and extremely compromised and using her influence to pressure. Didn't she have 30 emails or something? Yeah, well, you know, at least she did. You she did play the long game when Anita Hill was saying that her husband was exposing his his cocaine dick to her. And now here she is. She almost overturned the election. We need to see. I need to see this. It would be kind of not funny, but like if the one person like near public official that was held accountable for this and got it was Ginny Thomas. I don't think she would do well in jail, but I would totally watch a, a dramedy about her. <laughs> her oh, yeah. I watch Orange is the New Black. Precisely. Well, I'm also like, God, they have. Ki- I'm just like, how are you that Republican and married to a black man? Right. Like, there has to be some weird shit. Not that Clarence isn't a Republican either, but Thanksgiving in that house can't be good. <laughs> yeah. Every other part of the brand she associates with her is like part is affiliated with racism. So it's it's a little confusing. We all dread the what should we have for dinner question. I mean, I know I do. I love a home-cooked meal, but I don't always have the time, energy, or groceries to make it happen. Being able to feast on a delicious meal without the long prep and cook times is what drew me to Home Chef over the other guys. Home Chef's meals are effortless, so I can spend less time trying to be Top Chef and more time watching it. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready 
in less than 30 minutes. Oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes. Home Chef has you covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you never have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it's economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free dessert for life and of course, free shipping on your first box. Just go to homechef.com slash fever dream. That's homechef.com slash fever dream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. You heard that right. Homechef.com slash fever dream must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Now we're going to play a quick game of our Thursday game, Support or Suppress. Or Supplant. Suppress, supplant. We're working on it. Supplant will be here forever, but you know, we just can't shake it. We just can't shape shake it now that we all know what it means. All right. These are both pop culture ones, so I'm excited. Did you guys see the discussion around Jennifer Aniston this week? Did you see what she said? A little bit, but only with regard to TikTok. So yeah, give us the I breakdown. actually think this is pretty interesting and worth talking about. So Jennifer Aniston, I was rushing this morning, so I took all pretty much what I'm reading directly from um from deadline.com. Jennifer Aniston is under fire for comments she made about Pamela Anderson, Monica Lewinsky, and TikTok influencers. The 53-year-old was talking to Sebastian Stan during an Actors on Actors interview for Variety about fame in 2022. So that's just the context. That's, that's, the, that's the tower we're speaking from. She spoke on how personalities like Paris Hilton and Monica Lewinsky, they got famous with the rise of internet culture, in her view. They were discussing this because they were discussing, I guess, the Pamela Anderson. Oh, Sebastian Stan is in this movie. Yeah, but the Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee sex tape. And Aniston made this comment about the leak. I'll read it. It was right at the time when the internet really shaped a new culture about people becoming famous. The thing of people becoming famous for basically doing nothing. I mean, Paris Hilton, Monica Lewinsky, all those. I always say I feel lucky, she said, that we got a taste of the industry before it became what it is today, which is just different. More streaming services, more people. You're famous from TikTok. You're famous from YouTube. You're famous from Instagram. It's sort of almost like it's diluting our actor's job. So I feel like she said like three things there that are potentially disagreeable. Yeah. Um, I guess where where do we where do we even start? I mean, with the Paris Hilton and the, the the idea of people becoming famous for basically doing nothing. Some added context, if you don't know, is that Jennifer Aniston was born in a great position to become famous. I think she should have just left Monica Lewinsky out of it. Mm-hmm. Personally, yeah. Paris Hilton. I don't think we need to like pretend like. Paris Hilton got famous for some sort of like great act that she did. She like, I mean, she's a DJ now. She's a businesswoman now. <laughs> it's, okay. it's also like, it's not like her mom's a housewife. 
it's also not like evil for her to have been a partying heiress that got famous and kind of created like meme and rise of internet culture and all of that stuff. But like that is true. It's not like she's saying something untrue about Paris Hilton. Monica Lewinsky, I think, should be left out of it because Monica Lewinsky got famous because she was like like Sexually preyed harassed. upon by yeah. <laughs> much older, horrible people in many different ways. And didn't try to, she did not ask well, to be famous. I'm just like, this is so clearly a 53-year-old talking because yeah. there are millions of people. There, aren't there like a, one million people with more than 20,000? There are 20,000, at least 20, no other way. Yeah, it's at least like, it's probably, I feel like that stat was like a year ago, but there's at oh. least 20,000 people on YouTube well, yeah, with sorry. a million audience of a million. But it is crazy because like, there'll be somebody that, you know, I come across and I'm like, oh, I like this person. This I should follow them. And then they already have like 40 million followers. It's it's insane. So I guess she was talking about that. So yeah, I think it's fine to state that these women got got famous that way. But you don't but really I'm just need like, to. Like, she's 53. Like, because these. First of all, I wouldn't even associate Monica Lewinsky with internet. Monica Lewinsky liked a tweet, basically pointing out why this was annoying. But it's like okay, apart from she got harassed and like that's her rise to fame quote unquote it's just not it's not even accurate and i feel like paris hilton was kind of like like the the thing that we're talking about like online influencers and stuff i feel like that has only been around since like 2010 maybe you know what i mean where somebody can post something and then it goes viral like all that yeah like, she invented like an analog version of it i feel like like she's like the seed of of a lot of it, you know? Mm -hmm. I think for, for me, it's like, I'm getting caught up on the nuances of like, she's talking about internet culture, but bring up these really dated figures that aren't important. Sure, when there's yeah. people like Addison Ray and like all these other more like whatever. And then I think that like last line of like, you're famous from TikTok, you're famous from YouTube, you're famous from Instagram, diluting the actor's job. Like, I think that on one end, I'm like, I kind of get it because there are people who just are really good at the platforms and have a big following and then use their following to leverage into mm -hmm. TV mediums, but then they aren't good at the TV medium or acting or anything, you know? And then the other end, you could also say that, like, you know, if you want to be an actor, they want you to have all these followers on everything and, like, this big following, and it's just, like, you have to fucking worry about getting good on these platforms and not actually about yeah. being the best mm -hmm. actor. So in that way, I understand. But she's just a 50-year-old white woman. Like, we know them from Real Housewives. <laughs> like, they're going to say some dumb shit. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Jen is, it's, it's especially kind of disappointing. I don't know why. She's just so sunny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not disappointed. I, I'm sorry. I just, I, I mean, I think, again, she could have left Monica Lewinsky out of it. But like Millie's saying, whatever, she's a 53-year-old actress and they asked her about the times and she's like, they're changing. I don't <laughs> True, really totally. feel like this is actually, this feels very Gen Z TikTok of me to be like, to like really pull this quote and totally. actually have like a lot of opinions on it. It sounds like, I don't know, when sometimes I'm talking to my dad and he'll say something where I'm like, oh, you're old, dad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The line that I actually found a little, the most annoying was when she says, you know, I'm glad that we, we got a part to be a part of the industry before it became more streaming services and more people because it just seems like streaming services have allowed just the content to become so more, so much more diverse 
so much more like people can have a seat at the table. You see so much more customized content for people. Like we wouldn't have like Fire Island if like everybody had to get like a studio and a wide release, you know? So like, I don't think she was really, you know, make, I'm not going to read into it too much. Like she wish it misses the time of like extreme gatekeeping. But yeah, like you said, Elise, like I'm not really expecting 53 year old Jennifer Aniston to be like, to be like completely, I don't know, like the have a completely nuanced understanding of like the intersection of like femininity and sexuality and fame and internet culture. But it was just a little, especially people, people got really mad at her mostly because she said this having been a nepotism baby. But yeah, she's just, she's just 50. Oh, but also, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like every famous actress is a nepotism baby. Every single one. If she is a famous white woman, she's a nepotism baby. From the nineties, she got famous. She's a nepotism baby. It's like this thing where I just like, I can't get outraged about a 53-year-old woman who is has been previously one of the most famous people walking on the planet saying something a little <laughs> bit off about the industry today. Like, it's yes. just not... Well, that's I'm glad. You, yeah, that framing is is good because I added our next because it's also sort of a question of like, does this deserve rage? We're talking about a Kardashian again. We're talking about Kim Kardashian again. Here we go. Let's address the absolute evisceration of Kim Kardashian for reportedly returning Marilyn Man- Marilyn, I almost wrote Manson, Marilyn Monroe's iconic dress in what some say is subpar condition. So, of course, Kardashian borrowed Marilyn Monroe's iconic Happy Birthday, Mr. President gown from the Please Believe It or Not Museum. And I think this is important for the context. It was her idea, right? Kardashians? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was her idea. And she, like, made the approach and they said yes. On Wednesday... A guy named Scott Fortner, he's a Monroe historian who oversees the Marilyn Monroe collection, which collects her personal property and archives. I hope this guy's gay because I could not think of a more happy job for like somebody who loves iconography. Yeah. Like a John Waters type. Well, this is why he's so furious. I know. He shared several photos on Instagram that appear to show the gown's condition before and after the Met Gala. (laughs) He said that without question, the damage is significant. He is so pressed about it. He says there's missing crystal and some left hanging by a thread. This image was sent in by just a dress restorer who took pictures of the dress when they were at the Ripley's Museum. Apparently, there was fraying, visible stress, and missing sequins. I have to say that when I look at the side-by-side, call me a Philistine, I slightly struggle to see the difference. But people are are really mad at her about this. I think they're mad that she she even messed with the dress at all if it wasn't in, uh, her idea i don't know it's just sort of a like i told you but i think it's like people just just eat up an opportunity for them to have made a mistake i think it's a lot that and also like be mad at ripley's believe it My, or not that's what like, i said they said yes the dress to her if she comes to them they could say no it's a fragile dress well i guess for me i guess i'm like yeah drag kim a little bit because Although it is Ripley Believers or not, I'm like, she didn't even fucking fit it at first. She could have just done the replica. She just, like, yeah. she didn't even really wear it. So it's like, why damage? Yeah, they they decided at the end to basically have her butt covered anyway and then to, it, with the with the fur and then to change. So, like, why even, why even bother in the first place? Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, why don't you wear the replica? And again, like I will say 50 times, Marilyn Monroe was not in the Gilded Age. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the thing that outrages me about the entire situation is I exactly. do think it's stupid. I think it's like, what was the... I feel like it's a very, like, 
rich girl thing of like she got this idea and like come hell or high water she was gonna wear Marilyn Monroe's dress to this event whether the theme fit it whether it fit her whatever but my feeling is like Kim Kardashian is not actually the custodian of the dress the custodian Mm -hmm. of the dress is Ripley's Believe It or Not, which mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what right, it was their responsibility for whatever reason to protect They're the dress. They're the ones who have this historical item and should say like, no, you're gonna damage it. Like Kim Kardashian, I'm sure literally any of us could imagine like, hey, it's an old dress. Maybe like anyone who's bought vintage or whatever would be like, it's an old dress. You have to be careful with it. But like Kim Kardashian is not an expert in old stuff or preserving stuff. That's for the museum to know and do. And I really don't like, I don't know. She's not the custodian of the dress. Be mad they at knew she had a. They knew she had a big butt. Like, they knew she had a big ass. It's not like they saw her and were like, the oh. The dress was never going to oh. fit her. It was never going to fit her. She lost, well, it's like the, she lost the 16 pounds. I know. And, and all yeah. that shit, it <laughs> we're didn't like, even weirdly, It didn't, ugh, Because it was made for that one. I think, like, Bob Mackie, I mean, not that he was like, nobody else should ever. I mean, the reason I put this in here just because. I just really wish that we saw the same energy towards the Kardashians when they endorsed anti-abortion Republican billionaires as we do when they rip a dress. Like, I did not see nearly as much dragging of her when she came out uh, to support Rick Caruso than I did. You know, there's just like a there's a glee to dragging certain people that I think we talked about when we were addressing the Jennifer Aniston thing that I think is just slightly misdirected, you know. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? You got to take the dragging when it comes. And if everyone's <laughs> on the Kim train dragging her for this, I'm going to ride it. Because as someone who likes to throw theme parties, <laughs> I am. I have a moral thing. Well, that's thing. the most egregious part. Yeah, that is the that's, thing for that me. That is egregious. It's mm-hmm. like you fucking ruined a classic dress for something off theme. Not even for a good reason. Yeah, you fucking monster. Now, if she did all of this and it was on theme, I'd be like, that woman is dedicated. Yeah. She should have ruined a dress from the Gilded Age. Yes. Yes. (laughs) She should have destroyed a dress from the Gilded Age. But like we were saying, a big butt is perfect for the Gilded Age. (laughs) Right. She didn't even need any of that wiring. The silhouette, Uh. her famous like champagne cork popping silhouette from like the paperback is the Gilded Age silhouette. Why? I mean, you're right that that's the most outrageous part of the whole thing. But I just have seen people on being so sanctimonious on Twitter about like this American treasure. And I'm like, it yeah, was it's at a the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum <laughs> exactly. in Hollywood. It wasn't at the Smithsonian. It was at the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum next to a wax figure of a, a guy diamond. who survived with a pole through his head and like a two headed lamb. So, oh, that deep. Fine. <laughs> like, I will say, did you see the wax figure of Kamala Harris? And no, I don't Biden, think so. I will send you that photo because it does. They do make Kamala Harris look like Caitlyn Jenner. Oh no! <laughs> like I don't know why her jaw is so sharp. Oh, like, nothing's better crazy. than a fucked up wax figure. That's one I of enjoy my favorite that. genres of viral thing. Is like this wax figure is out and it looks messed up. <laughs> Love that. Love that. All right, that is our show for today. Make sure you listen to all our episodes this week. And next week, we have some exciting, an exciting announcement. I'll probably announce it, announce it on Monday's show. And we will um, have lots more information coming to you. I think you'll be excited. That is our show. Until the end of Democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Millie Tamaras. And this is the Betches Up Podcast. Bye. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. 
Betches.